Hi, I'm Taylor. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm in recovery for pride, control, and approval of others. I grew up in a loving Christian home and accepted Christ at a young age. My family went to church every Sunday, and my parents were involved in every ministry possible. Although it was never said, I began to believe that I was saved by my works. Due to this, I dove headfirst into volunteering and being the best student and athlete I possibly could be. I was making good grades, playing high school soccer, and was serving in several leadership roles at school and in nonprofits. I thought life was going well, especially because I was in control of my life and how people saw me. When I was a freshman in high school, both of my grandpas were dying of cancer and ended up passing away within six weeks of each other. During this time, my life was filled with utter chaos and instability. My mom was gone for weeks at a time taking care of her dad, and my dad was working to support my family. At times, my 16-year-old sister had to play parent for my little sister and me. With little structure, boundaries, and attention at home, I began to experiment with several things to try to fill the gaping hole I was feeling. I was trying to fit in with friends and began to smoke weed and drink heavily. I was seeking approval and love from boys and entered into a relationship where I was sexually abused. I was manipulated and forced into doing things I didn't want to do. I was also exposed to porn and masturbation, which continued into college. To cope with this, I convinced myself that this is just what you do when you're dating. I started to believe that my worth was only found in the things I could do and provide for others. Although I was a wreck on the inside, I acted like I had it all together on the outside to still be seen as the good child. This title pushed me to justify my sins. I would tell myself, it's okay that you're doing these drugs because at least you're not doing as bad of drugs as they're doing, or it's okay you're sleeping with him because you'll probably marry him anyways, or yeah, you might do all these sinful things, but at least you're nice to people. I was living a lie. I professed that I loved Jesus, but my actions would say the complete opposite. I knew what I was doing wasn't okay, but at the time I didn't have the willingness to change. In 2016, I moved to Dallas for nursing school and was invited to the porch, Watermark's young adult ministry. I heard the gospel in a new way and my heart was convicted. During this time, I was in a three and a half year relationship with a guy from high school. We had crossed all sexual boundaries and I justified allowing this to continue because I was uh, convinced I was going to marry him anyways. As time went on, the Lord continued to stir my heart, and I began to wrestle with what this relationship looked like. I was comfortable, and it was easy to stay in the relationship, but I knew it wasn't God's best for me. One morning, I prayed, Lord, I'm scared, but I know you have what's best for me. I give you control of this relationship. That night, my boyfriend and I broke up. It was after this breakup, I decided to make a change. I had known who Christ was since I was saved as a kid, but for the first time, I decided to give God control of my whole life, not just part of it. In the moment, I not only trusted Christ as Lord of my life, but also committed to walk and abiding with him daily. I was always that person that said, regen sounds great, but what would I even go for? Yep, I was that prideful person we always talk about. I was prideful and thought I had it all together because I could control my life in the ways others saw me. My first night at regen, I was terrified. I knew this meant I was going to have to be honest and open with myself and those around me for the first time. For the first several months of Regen, my friend and I would always say, perfect, our friends saw us, now we can leave. But we continued to show up week after week and the chains of sin began to fall off. Although I had been all in with the Lord for about four years at this point, 
I still wasn't being fully honest and open with myself and those around me. I was still holding on to sin I said I would never confess and take to the grave. Within a few weeks of starting Groundwork, the Lord gave me the courage to confess my 2% of porn and masturbation. For the first time, I felt free. I had nothing left to hide and those around me didn't love me any less. This is when I realized that recovery was possible and I was reminded of James 5.16. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. In step two, believe. I realized I was believing lies about God. I didn't think I was good enough, so I didn't think God was good enough either. Life was not going well when I was in control, so I thought life wouldn't go well when God was in control either. There were several times growing up when I thought adults should have protected me and they didn't. Therefore, I thought God wouldn't protect me either. But God patiently pursued me and reminded me of his true character. Matthew 18, 12 to 14 says, if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the 99 on the mountains and go in search of the one that went astray? And if he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the 99 that never went astray. So it is not the will of my father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. I was the one God was pursuing. You're the one he's pursuing too. Throughout my regen journey, God softened my heart and helped me realize my desperate need for him. Although my pride would love to convince me that I'm now perfect after finishing the steps, I know it isn't true. But I know that 2 Corinthians 5.17 is true. Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away, behold, the new has come. I've been free from the shame and guilt of my past, and I gladly share this story with others because this means that I get to share the goodness and kindness of our God. This doesn't mean that temptation and sin are no longer part of my life. It means that I regularly give them over to God and let others in when I'm tempted. God has softened my heart and given me the courage to make amends and ask for forgiveness from those I've deeply hurt. I now live more authentically with those around me and confess at the thought level. The Lord has graciously surrounded me with amazing community group and friends to sharpen me to be more like Christ daily. I also have the pleasure of leading a step group where I get a front row seat in watching the Lord work in the lives of women in my group. In my old life, I ran from my hurts and pursued the next mountaintop. Living a life of faithfulness has taught me that I can no longer run from my problems. Instead, I give my pain to God and trust that his way is better and that he has given me peace and joy that surpasses all understanding. Control, pride, and approval of others are still a struggle, but I get to lay them down at the cross daily. I now allow the Lord to lead me and I'm defined by who he says I am. Jesus completely transformed my life. Not me, not region, Jesus. You too can find freedom in Christ. You are not too far gone. There's nothing you've done or will do that Christ didn't suffer on the cross for to save your soul. God loves you. You're forgiven, enough, loved, and treasured. My name's Taylor. I have a new life in Christ and I'm in recovery for pride, control, and approval of others. To God be all the glory.